Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Carly at Now I'm your. Re- <laughs> you know what? At some point, you guys just got to tell me to stop. You know, you got to tell me to stop doing it. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing it. And I'm sorry about that. But I hope everybody's good. I hope uh, everybody had a nice week. Great week ahead. Did, did my girls party this weekend? I was going out last night with my friends and I had this vintage pair of jeans on from the 80s that have like the huge gems on them, like the big like circle gems down the leg. Just so 80s, like totally like the ones that are like wide on the hips and then get like skinny on the ankle. And um, we were going bowling and I was leaving and uh, my doorman goes, Carly, Halloween party? And I went, no, this is just my outfit. So I'm glad that you just said that as I'm walking out the door. Because now I'm going to have that in my head the entire night. Uh, but it was fun. And hey, I got a lot of compliments on my outfit, about four or five. So to me, it's a pretty good day. You know, I don't get that type of attention unless I walk into a Trader Joe's. Because the cashier's over there, you would think it's, it's Milan Fashion Week over there when I walk in. They're hooting and hollering. And they always say they love my bagu because I have one of those huge guys. Honestly, best thing I ever bought. I use it every single day. I, I use all my bagus, but this one in particular, it's like uh, if, for those of you that don't know, it's this brand of like reusable bags, right? The one that I have is the bit like the extra large one. And I love the damn thing. I look like Santa Claus once I when I leave Trader Joe's with that when the, with that baby. But hey, you got to have them. You know, when you go to the store and you don't have a bag and you're like, <laughs> cool, this is the worst day of my life. I, um, <laughs> anyway, you guys, I had a sandwich the other day that changed my life and I can't stop thinking about it, sweating about it, dreaming about it, singing about it. I went to this like Sicilian market in my neighborhood, which I never even knew about. And I just was walking by and they have like, you know, some like farm produce. They have good meat. They have, um, you know, my personal favorite tin fish, like the fancy tin fishes and cheese and stuff like that. And it's also a bookstore, which is just the cutest darn thing I've ever, I've ever seen. Well, they had these like pre-made sandwiches and I'm like, Hey, (laughs) you see me with my keys in the ignition. I'm not driving baby. So I said, I'm, bu- I'm buying one. And which one is the most interesting one? Well, it was, he- hear me out, smoked trout, butter, and radish. What did she just say? I'll repeat myself. Smoked trout, butter, and radish. You guys, it was the best sandwich ever. And it was on like focaccia bread, or maybe it was just a panini or something. But holy moly. I love that thing. I keep thinking about it. I'm like, how many times I'm going to end up getting mercury poisoning? I don't like smoked salmon because I don't like salmon. So I found smoked trout and I'm really not a picky eater. So I'm surprised I don't like salmon. But anyway, everything's very important. I, um, (laughs) uh, my friend is back in town. She was away for a while. 
and we just had the most fun ever. So you guys, I, on Friday, what was it? Yeah. Friday, her and I go out and I bought this, uh, like old from like, you know, 2006, uh, digital camera, just like a Canon, whatever. And I bought this little adapter, five bucks on Amazon. It goes straight into your phone, right? So I just like thought it would be funny to have one of these cameras. And um, we had the time of our damn lives with this camera. I, you guys, the next day I uploaded the pictures and I said, what the hell happened here? Taking pictures of everybody. She convinced we had met this like group of guys. Oh my God. By the way, I have to write this down. I have to tell you about this date that I went on where honestly, I'm ready to take my own life at this point. Hold on. Let me, let me date story. I had to write it down. You guys, she convinced these guys that, um, we were like photographers and the, the shittiest pictures ever taken were taken that night half of someone's face, everyone's eyes are closed, the lighting's off. It was, I mean, it's just the best. And it's so hilarious. And then last night when we went bowling, I said, did anybody, I said, did anybody uh, order a photographer for this event? And I was doing my job. I was doing my job. I was taking my pictures and it was just so fun. The camera that I had gotten, cause I got it on eBay. It like came with a case you know, whoever sold it just gave me the case. And my friends were like, girl, you have a case for this camera. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And they were like, wait a minute. It goes on a belt. Like it's a belt case. So ask me if I was walking around the bowling alley the whole night with a camera on my belt. Cause I was, and it came in very handy. I got to say, hold on. I got to take a sip. You guys, what is it? Lemon, lime, seltzer and bitters. <laughs> hey, you know me. So I go on this date the other day with this guy. I met him a while ago at a bar, at, not a while ago, a few weeks ago. And he was busy and I was busy and I was away. He was away, whatever it was. And then he's like, um, he's like, oh, let's go to this. Uh, you know, he asked me out long story short. And actually, I got to cut the fat out of a lot of this because it's really I was just going to give you the whole tea, which is so unnecessary. I got to get to just the point of the story. Um, me and him were talking and he's like, he's like, when I first saw you, he starts saying all this like nice, like crazy shit. Okay. He's like, when I first saw you, I just was so like, it was like so magnetic and I was so drawn to you. And I turned to my friend and I was like, I'm not leaving unless I talk to this girl, like, I was just so happy and excited that you were talking to like that you talked to me because he had come up to me and I was just like, wah, 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 wah. you know me, <laughs> if somebody comes up to me, I'm talking to them. You can't get rid of me. So he goes on this whole thing. He's like, I've just never felt that way before. It was so magnetic. And you just like, I saw you and I was like, this is it. And then girl, girl, three seconds later, he goes like this. Great rack, by the way. <laughs> what? He says great rack. First of all, we're not. Who says rack? <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk rack unless we're talking Nordstrom's. Why are you saying that to my face? What is the matter with you? 
you're a psycho. And guess what? I don't like you. And guess what else? I'm going to order this shirt in another color. But at, at, the, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Okay. I, you guys know I have two things in my closet that make it look like I have boobs and I happen to be wearing one of them. Okay. Which I never really do, especially on a date. But I was just like, it was the color that I wanted to wear. And I felt like it was just like looking cute and it was looking fun and flirty, but it wasn't like you guys, I mean, I don't have much, much to work with over there. So it's really whatever. If you're wondering what the shirt is, let me actually look it up. Um, it's the, God damn it. What is it called? It's from Aritzia. It's called like the novella or something. New novella, novella. Hold on, novella, Aritzia. I don't know, but I'm like, hey, screw you. No, that's definitely not what it's called. Mother of God. It, 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 listen, it's on Aritzia. It's a long sleeve shirt. It's it's not even that serious, but I guess it's a magic shirt because I never ever have gotten a, a compliment like that before. I'll tell you that much right now, but I didn't like it. Jesus. Anywho, great rack, by the way. Imagine saying that. And he's a 35-year-old guy that works in finance. Imagine. Girl, imagine it. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of the year can be really stressful. Maybe you have to see family members that you'd rather not have to see, or you have only time to visit one parent and are stressed on picking. No matter what's going on, talking through your problems in therapy can help. BetterHelp's online therapy gives you access to a licensed therapist that you can meet with over video call, over the phone, or even by message. It is designed to be super convenient and work with your busy schedule. I think the convenience of BetterHelp is honestly the number one reason to to go because it takes all of the stress out of it's like listen people are already stressed out they already have a lot of places to go they're already busy like if you could go take a break for an hour in your car and talk or go on zoom in a time that's convenient for you and not have to like get ready take a shower go get in the car drive there sit in traffic it's just like it adds so much and it becomes such a chore and you and it shouldn't be that way so getting started is easy just fill out a brief questionnaire and the BetterHelp team will match you with a therapist. If you don't mesh with their first pick, you can swap therapists at any time for no additional charge. No questions asked. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Secret Keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Secret Keepers. Anywho, everything's going great, you know? My love life is great. great. I had the pants on yesterday. You guys know. Anywho, before I, before I chew your ear off, let me get to these emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Okay. Let's get to the, let's get to the bottom of it. Okay. We're, we're, we're here now. I always have to just make sure that, um, Okay, we're it's okay. I always have to just make sure that I'm not like rereading last week's emails because that's some shit that I would do. 
and I'm and I'm sure there have been times where I've read an old email. But okay, let's try. This one says Carly SOS, this cutie teacher needs help. I don't have a therapist yet, so please read. Fuck Mary Kill included Halloween edition. Dear Carly, the Italian princess, thank you so much. And the little handsome men, Robert and Stanley. Girly, I have a problem, but first, I love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Longtime uh, fan from Watching on Girl Code, The Ant Farm, and number one OG listener. I also saw you in Austin with Jesse May, pictures attached. Oh, cute. Thanks so much. Freaking love Austin. You guys are rooting tooting over there, aren't you? So she says, okay, now on to the problem at hand. I'm a high school math teacher and tell me why I'm ready to hand in my letter of resignation. These students are driving me crazy, but so are my coworkers and my coach crush. They are all getting on my nerves. Okay, so here we go. I was having a rough time after a major lockdown at school where we had SWAT in our hallways. Oh my God, that is so traumatic for everyone. And our building was surrounded by police. The shit was crazy. But tell me why the students decided to fight in my classroom after the lockdown was lifted. The SWAT had not even left our building yet. And I had to call the front office because there was a fight in my classroom. Naturally, I needed to take some days off and tell me why I told my coach crush that I would be taking a sabbatical. Cue the Ross reference. Um, Well, this fucker told my department head, ew, what a bitch. Why did he go ahead and do that? Is he one of the girlies or not? Well, I think we have our answer. Anywho, let me get back to the email. Uh, she says, this fucker told my department head and the assistant principal, aka my boss, that I was taking a sabbatical. My AP reached out to me. Instead of being concerned about me, she wanted to make sure that I wasn't taking more than three days off because she heard a rumor that I was taking a sabbatical. Screenshots attached. Um, okay, I'll look at those in a second. Girlie, the only person that I said sabbatical to was my best friend and this crush. I knew he told them, which sucked because I liked him and we dressed up as uh, referees for twin day at school. Why was I so caught up on this guy? Please tell me how ugly he is. Now, I don't know what to do. I feel like I need to leave the school and all the drama, but do I still want to be a teacher? I don't know. I also thought about finding a stay-at-home job I can so I can be with my cats all day, every day. I really don't know what to do. Thank you in advance for your wise words. All the screenshots are below. Ooh, and then she gives, wow, good Halloween fuck Mary kills. These are good. And we love to see it. We love to see a, a themed fuck Mary kill. I'm a fan. Oh, here's a girl. It's so funny. She put this picture of us <laughs> from when we met in Austin and I'm looking at it. I'm like, this girl looks exactly like me. <laughs> and it's me. You want to know what? I'm about done. Okay, let me see the guy. Let me let me scroll and see the guy. Oh, he is so not he is so not even that serious. Please. Please. I'm so over him. Girl, come on. It, you have to ask yourself sometimes, ladies, okay? Is he hot or is he the hottest guy that happens to work in the same building as you? There's a very big difference there. If you took this man out of the school gym, would he be the hottest guy that would you have a crush on him? The answer is no. Okay. And I'm sorry. And I hate to be the one to, you know, me, 
hate to be the one to break the news. But someone being hot, you having a crush, someone you like wanting to flirt with somebody, you having feelings for someone, a lot of times it is situational. And, and that's how I feel about this. But I also feel, I don't know what's going on with the universe or what, but I know a lot of people that are feeling like they want to, I think it must be a transitional period in life. I don't know. Because a lot of people that I know are wanting to just completely like either leave their jobs or completely switch career paths, which you guys know I'm always in support of. I think you should follow your passion and follow your heart and do what you want to do as long as you're doing it. Um you know, in a way that makes sense for you. And you're not just like digging yourself into a hole. And by that, I mean, like, don't quit your job if you have nothing lined up or don't quit your job. If you have, you know, if you're tight on money at the time and you, you don't, you're not going to have anything coming in for a while, just like make sure you count all your, what is it? You, you count all your, hmm. no, it's not count all your ducks. You know what it is? It's actually make sure your ducks are in a row. And you know, the ducks sometimes are all over the place. So I think it's totally fine. Think about what brings you joy, what makes you happy. Think about what you want to do. You guys, I started taking drum lessons, okay? I don't know. I don't know why. But I wanted to learn how to play an instrument. And I'm like, I'm taking drum lessons. Am I definitely, and they're private lessons. I was like, I wasn't going to join a class, especially because you already know that everyone else taking drum lessons is nine years old. But anywho, find out what you like to do. Do what makes you happy and go from there. If you feel unhappy in your job, if you're in a rut, girl, I, I would say, teachers, healthcare workers. I mean, it's, it's a thankless job. You guys work so hard. Um, so I'm all for it. I'm all for it. As long as you got to make sure those ducks are in a row, but if they're, if they're in a row, then I think it's perfect and screw this guy. I mean, come on, come on. This guy sucks. Um, okay. This one says, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, my God, this one. Ooh, it's info about how John Bonet's house is for sale. Interesting. You guys, who's been living in the house? Just Burke? Because both the parents passed away, right? Wow. My God, I wouldn't want to live in that house. I think that house probably has some bad spirits, right? Let's see. This one says airport limo and a fuck, Mary kill. Hey, Carly, a longtime fan and like my fourth time writing in. So thanks for reading my emails. Oh, thank you so much for writing it. I'm listening to last week's podcast and the story of your parents taking a limo to the airport is cracking me up and made me think of a story that I had to share. A few years ago, my family went to Disney World in Florida, including my sister and her three kids. When we landed at the airport in Orlando, we got our bags and went to the pickup area. I thought she had gotten an Uber XL or rented a minivan or something, but I was mistaken. There was a giant, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. There was a giant black stretch limo waiting for us. Like what? Is this an episode of The Bachelorette? Are we going to family prom? My brother and I 
Almost ordered our own Uber, but decided we're too cheap for that. Add to the list of embarrassing things. Climbing in and out of a stretch limo. Girl, a thousand percent. It is not meant to be. First of all, a limo is the most inconvenient um, airport car. Because you know that that bitch doesn't have a truck uh, trunk. So you got to just bring your luggage in the limo. Stop it. Girl, stop. And where does the luggage go in the middle, like in the walkway of the limo? I'm going to throw up. <laughs> How freaking funny. Yeah, my mom is um, They're They're actually coming back today from Italy. They should be landing sometime soon. But boy, oh boy, did they have fun. They really did. Okay. Let's see. This one says embarrassing for him. Uh, Hey, Carly and the sweet prince angel baby boys and honorable mention 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle. Thank you so much. That is honorable mention. Um, God, I love that thing. It says, so I'm just sitting here thinking about this time with my ex and I discovered he carried around something 24 seven. So let's get into it. So about two years ago, I was 24 at the time. And this guy was 28. We're dating and had a long distance relationship about 500 miles. So you know how those go takes longer to figure out all the weird quirky stuff about a person because they're on their best behavior. When you hang out, he had a folded up pillowcase um, that had been folded a certain way since he was 11 years old. And it had not been washed since he was 11. Hmm. That's 17 whole years of stink. It smelled so bad. He constantly had to have it in his pocket for good luck. Girl, what? And he would take it out and rub his thumb along it. You, you want to know what? And he loved smelling its smell. He named it PK. I asked why PK. He said, PK, the pillowcase. Oh God. And I'm like, sir, Case starts with a C and he looked so confused and then laughed as if this was new information. Anyway, he's an ex for a good reason. Other than the PK debacle, I hope that you think this is as funny as I do. Girl, the way that I would call the police on that man. So he had a folded up. Now I'm still, I was picturing about 10 different things while the story, while I was reading the story, a folded up pillowcase that had folded a certain way since he was 11 and he wore it in his pocket. He had it in his pocket every day. I mean, guys do shit like this and then say we're crazy for like having a crystal. For like having like, you know, the, the whatever they're, I don't even know what, how to describe them. The, the crystals that the girlies buy, crystal quartz. You know what I'm talking about. But. This one says the three-month epidemic. Uh-oh. And this is a bumped email. By, by the way, you guys, if you uh, send in an email and I don't get to it, you got to bump it up. Don't you know? Bump it up. Wow. Oh, my God. I just had a flashback. Oh, my God. I smell aqua di Gio. Oh, my God. Black ice air freshener in the car. Ah, so much hair gel. Jeez, Louise. What do you think those guys are up to? The ones that went like this, don't you know, bump it up. And they, and they just like were at the club. <laughs> wow. And all of their names are Anthony. 
I really got a little dizzy thinking about that. Isn't it crazy how smells are, and I'm sorry, I'll get to the email in a second, but isn't it crazy that <laughs> like the way a smell is connected to something is so insane. Like if I smell Aqua de Gio, there is, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a guy that I think about that I had a crush on when I was probably in ninth grade. And I thought he was the cutest thing ever alive. I said, that guy's the cutest living thing. And I, and I want my pillow to smell like this. And what else was it? What was the other one? The polo? Was it polo blue? Oh my God. Jeez. Yeah. It was, it was definitely like polo blue. And then, um, aqua de geo, Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry. We also have AG1. You guys know I love Athletic Greens, AG1. Your morning routine is stressful enough. Why not make things easy with AG1? One scoop of powder mixed with water once a day gives me 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients so my nutritional goals are met in one easy step. Takes under a minute every day and has totally leveled up my health. You guys, it's become a part of my routine. One scoop in the water. Okay, I don't know why everybody had to overcomplicate the vitamin situation. I mean, I swear it. I was doing the vitamins and there are all the different rules with the vitamins and you have to take this if you take that and you have to have eat before this one and eat this one on an empty stomach. Jesus Christ, enough is enough. Make it a powder, put it and make it taste good. And I put it in water and I'll drink it. Okay, because us girls are busy. Us girls can't be, you know, having a whole routine, a whole schedule based around vitamins. So it's easy. It's easy. Their formula helps my skin, my hair, my nails, so I can look great and feel amazing at the same time. So it's a win-win. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a one free, I'm sorry, get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers for a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Check it out. This says, hi, Carly and the cutie furry boys. I want to start out by thanking you for your podcast. It has been the only thing getting me through my breakup. I listen to it all day at work, in the car, cooking, cleaning, you name it. I literally can't even listen to music right now or else I would have a little men TV. So it's been your voice nonstop. Oh, thank you so much. And, and I apologize for what you're going through. <clears throat> I love your outlook on the girls' situations and want to know what your thoughts are on mine. Of course, I have pictures attached of the man in question, so you can tell me how much better I can do and how the fact he wore flip-flops and jeans. Uh, I got to scroll first, girls. I'm sorry, and I, need, and I know my girls understand. Okay, I got to see the pictures. Oh, my God. First of all, <laughs> first of all, this is why you guys are actually so funny. I don't think you girl, this is why I love, this is why I love the girlies. I think they don't realize how actually so funny they are because she sent me a picture of this guy, right? And I expanded it. I couldn't see the bottom of it and I expanded it and he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing jeans and flip-flops. And why did she have like, there's like a rectangle, a red rectangle around his feet. Oh my God. Oh, trust me, girl. I wouldn't have missed that one. And the end, the end, you want to know what it is for me? It's the fact that he cuffed the jeans almost as if to show off the flip flops. Yeah, I already know how I feel about him, but I'll, I'll read the email. 
Okay. She says, I met my now ex on a dating app in June and I fell hard. He literally checked all the boxes and appeared to be an anomaly in the dating cesspool. He was first obsessed with me, clear with his intentions, appeared to be apathetic and caring and never let me take my wallet out when we were together and just overall doted on me. He was a full-time musician. Oh, there we go. (laughs) There's your answer. Okay. He was a full-time musician and had a lot of free time with within two weeks of our relationship. He started spending multiple days at my house without leaving and already had space in my closet for all of his clothes. If it had been any other guy, I would have gotten the ick, but I liked him so much that I overlooked it. He dropped the, I love you and talked about marriage and kids within the two month mark, which felt fast, but not fast enough because I thought I would, I'm sorry that It felt fast, but not fast enough that I thought it was an obvious love bombing situation, especially since I felt the same way. I was really picturing my future with this guy and finally thought it was my turn to fall in love. Well, around the three month mark, which apparently is a thing, his energy shifted. He was out of town a lot and still texted me, but the texts were dry and almost felt forced. Even worse, football season started and this man acted as if he was a full-time head coach for an NFL team. I'm talking about watching five games a week, every week. I started to feel like we weren't spending quality time together. And I tried to bring it up in a calm, communicative way. He always reassured me that everything was fine and apologized, but never really made an effort to change his behavior or understand where I was coming from. I had finally had enough. And I told him how upset and unhappy I'd been. I told him that I just felt defeated because it didn't seem like we could communicate effectively and I didn't know what to do to improve the relationship. The conversation increasingly increasingly turned into a breakup and I was completely blindsided. His whole demeanor changed and he said verbatim, if you're unhappy now, things are only going to get worse for you. I'm selfish and I've had this problem in other relationships and I don't want to change. He has been so cold and seemingly unfazed by the breakup. I know for a fact that he's out dating and I just don't understand how someone can flip flip a switch so fast. I'm heartbroken and I know from my past experiences that when somebody shows you who they are, you have to believe them. I feel so betrayed and don't know how I could ever trust someone again. I'm 32 and I feel like my biological clock is ticking. It just feels impossible to meet a decent man in 2023. Sorry for the long email, but I hope you read it. Also, I'm going to Italy solo in December. Ooh! that's going to be so much fun for you. Where are you going to go, girl? It is. It's, it's the eat, pray, love era. Um, oh my God. She, first of all, you're gorgeous girl, please. (laughs) Oh, what is this picture of him singing? He looks like he's in a damn subway sandwich shop. I would know already not to trust this man. When I saw his cuffed, his cuffed wide leg jeans with his flippies out. Okay, that tells you everything you already need to know. But nonetheless, we can't control who we love. We can't control falling in love with somebody and we can't just turn it off. Right. So I hear you. Trust me. I've had I've had quite a few guys play the acoustic guitar to me, sister. And guess what? God, I hate those guys. But. I think that whenever we go through a breakup that we're very upset about, right? Something that really devastates us and kind of just like shakes, shakes us up. We always feel that the other person is just not sad. 
because it's almost like, well, first of all, we don't see them being sad, right? Because they're not reaching out. They're not whatever, however else you would know. You don't hear anything about it from anybody else. You don't see a post on social media, whatever it is. So it's not out there in the world. It's not for us to see. Just like you're not mourning this relationship ending publicly, right? So it always seems like the other person doesn't care. And they do. And I promise you that. But another thing to keep in mind is that so funny. I have this conversation all the time because this is so common when this happens, right? I think a lot of times going through breakups, men don't know how to deal with their emotions. They just don't. So they might be, maybe he is going out dating. Maybe he is talking to somebody else. Maybe he's distracting himself with some other vice or some other person, but it doesn't fix anything. Like here's what's going to happen. In six months, you're going to be fine. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You're going to have bumps and you're going to have some really great days and some really shitty days. And it sucks and that it just sucks. But you're obviously dealing with this in a healthy way and he's not. So whatever he's doing to distract himself is fine, but you're going to be fine in six months. And he's going to, you're going to get the message. Girl, you're going to, I, I, I want you to understand if, if I'm wrong about this, you could punch me in the face. And I'm telling you, I've never, I'm never wrong about this. Anytime one of my friends is upset about a guy, things don't work out. She didn't hear from him. He didn't treat her right. Whatever it is. I say, girl, all you have to do is sit and wait. Cause when you get past this, when you have moved on, when you are, are dating again, when you meet somebody that you really, really like, there's this shift and he can feel it and he's going to reach out. And you want to know what he's going to say? He's going to say, I really fucked up and I'm sorry. And I know I'm an idiot. And I, I think about you all the time. And I wrote a song about you and I sit in the subway sandwich with my, with my toes out and I play the guitar and I think about you and I cry. Something along those lines. So don't even worry about it. Girl, it, every, they always come back. They always come back. I've, I've never seen it not happen. Okay. But in the meantime, even though it sucks and it's like, you want to know why? I also get the thing. And, and I might be a piece of shit for saying this, but it's also like, hey, uh, why are you not hysterical crying? <laughs> why are you not? in the hospital or something. Don't you miss me so much? And you're going to, you can't simply live without me. It doesn't make any sense. You should be crying and you should be sadder. So I get where you're coming from. I want tears. I want to see tears. Okay. But you're doing the right thing. You're dealing with this at your own pace. You're feeling your feelings. You're not trying to distract yourself with anything, which I think is so healthy And even though it sucks, this is the right way to do it. And it's just, you just got to push through. And I promise you this fucking clown is going to hit you up and you're going to laugh when you see it. You're going to go, oh my God, that guy called me today. Imagine that. I'm telling you, girl, don't even worry. Um... This one says, why do I feel like this after five years? 
Hello, Carly and the kittens. First things first, I love you and have been a fan since I was 15 watching you on Girl Code. Oh, thank you so much. You guys, I I always, um, so crazy. When I was at the bowling alley yesterday, I always am like still shocked that people would like remember Girl Code and be able to place me. But I think it's something that like the the generation like after me, like the Gen Z, I think they grew up watching it too. So maybe it's like a nostalgic <clears throat> show. But the girlie at the bowling alley, I, I went up to her and I said, hey, I love your haircut. Where did you get it cut? And she was like, gave me the name. And then um, because she had like a little feathered haircut. It was so cute. It was giving Farrah Fawcett. And she's like, I used to watch Girl Code. I'm like, oh my God, it's so crazy to me that people can recognize it's probably my voice, honestly. Anywho, thank you so much. She says, I love listening to your podcast and I'm happy this exists because I'm not sure who to run for and ask for advice. But before I get into it, my boyfriend does listen to the podcast, so I can't be too specific or give too many details. Uh Uh-oh. I've been with my boyfriend for five years. We started when we were in our early 20s and late teens. So we've been pretty committed to each other since a very young age, and we're still very young. The relationship has been incredible, and I truly love this man. He's what people call a golden retriever. He's loyal and respectful and has never given me any reasons to believe otherwise. I I myself have remained loyal throughout our entire relationship, and I've never even had the desire to entertain another man. But a few months ago, I met a new guy where I was working and he was my exact type. Really funny, extremely kind with me. We spent a lot of time together and I began to develop a crush on him. We never took anything too far or crossed any lines because he always respected the fact that I was in a long-term relationship. Fast forward to a few weeks and I was presented with an opportunity to pursue my career, which meant I had to leave the job with my crush. It's been four months. I've felt, uh, I'm sorry. It's been four months since I've left and I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. Like literally it's an all day, every day type of thing. I feel like I miss him so bad and I just want to hang out with him and give him a kiss. I feel extremely guilty for feeling this way. And like, maybe I'm not making the right decisions. Anyway, I've heard from many people who work with him that he talks about me daily and is always telling people to tell me that he misses me. I finally ended up messaging him and telling him that I missed him too. In the other messages, we both admitted that we had strong feelings for each other and imagined what life would be like together. I told him I was at a loss for words and wasn't sure what to do or say next, considering that I have a boyfriend who I've been with for five years. He ended up telling me that while he's very attracted to me and also feels this connection, he believes I'm already with the right person and he would never want to get in the middle of it. I feel like him telling me this was supposed to make things easier, but for some reason, I don't know how to feel. He's been flirting with me every day since then, sending me little messages here and there. I can't help but enjoy it, but it makes me feel like complete shit at the same time because I'm stabbing my boyfriend's back. Part of me feels like I want to pursue this man, even if things don't work out. I just want the experience of dating him and seeing what life is like with him. But the other half of me feels like I already have the perfect guy by my side who's willing to go to the ends of the earth for me. I don't know how to feel or what to do. Can you please give me some advice? Sorry for the long rant. Um, oof, this is a sticky situation. So let's break it down. I get you, you love your boyfriend. He's amazing, right? You guys have been together for a really long time. Do you think this crush is like, how do I even word it? 
like, do you think that it's kind of like what I was saying before, where it's like, what are the things about this guy that you feel really drawn to? Do you think that maybe there are certain things about your work crush that you want in your relationship, but maybe you don't have, or is it like the excitement of it like being new or sneaky or somebody giving you attention or something like that? I think you have to find the source of the crush. If that makes any sense. I feel like I'm wording it wrong, but it's like, do I like this guy because he's really handsome? Do I like this guy because he gives me compliments? Do I like him because of X, Y, and Z? Cause it's like, you guys had a work friendship. Um, so you don't know each other too deep at, at the point where you had left, right? It's a crush. It's a crush. But I think that, well, two things. Number one, he shouldn't be to me. This is what is sticking out most to me. He said to you, I have really strong feelings for you. I think about you all the time. I do think that you should stay with your boyfriend but I'm still, he's still going to text you every day and flirt with you. And that's pissing me off because it's like, okay, he's doing the thing he wants. Here's what this guy wants. He wants you to break up with your boyfriend and put absolutely no pressure on him to take you out on a date, to be in a relationship with you, to give you any type of commitment at all. Right. He's, he's, Like, you want to know what? I'm not going to tell her to break up, but I'll flirt with her every day. And then if she breaks up with her boyfriend, here's the thing. This is the second part of what I wanted to say. Like, are you happy in your relationship? Period. I know that it's hard sometimes if you're with a person that's so wonderful, like it seems like your boyfriend is, it's hard and you feel like an asshole going like, I'm just not happy in the relationship. And people go, why did he cheat? Did he do this? Did he make you feel it? No, he's amazing but I just don't like him like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course you like him, but he's just not the one. And it's okay to admit that to yourself. I think a lot of times when I've been like in similar situations where it's like, I'm in a relationship and there's somebody that's kind of pecking, right? They're a little birdie on my windowsill every morning. Pick, 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 pick. And they're like, listen, I know you're in a relationship. Trust me. I, I'm not trying to make you break up. I just, I just, <laughs> I love talking to you. And I think you're the prettiest girl alive but no pressure. Right. Anytime I've had a feeling like that for somebody, I've never acted on it. And I've gone, this is telling me that I'm not in the right relationship. Like this, this little birdie on my window is the thing that's making me realize that I don't love this person for life that I'm with. Because the, the thought in my head of enjoying a compliment from somebody else thinking about someone else like that in the, in a romantic way, it makes you realize like, oh, I'm not with my person. That's just how it's worked out for me. And I've never like, even like, I've never acted on it. And I've never like, when I was single acted on it, cause it's just kind of like, oh no, (laughs) like, I don't love this guy. I actually just like, didn't like being in a relationship with the person I was with. I'm sorry. I know I sound like a piece of shit, but I have to be honest. And, you know, that response was a whole jumble, but I know that you knew what I meant. Um, But keep me posted on that. I think it's just like, girl, you want to know what? Take a couple days and 
meditate on it, sleep on it, pray on it, whatever you do and give it a real think. We also have Lumi. When you're going to be around the Thanksgiving table saying what you're thankful for, you're going to want to mention Lumi. Thanks to Lumi, you get to eat the turkey and not smell like one. <laughs> who, wrote, who wrote this? <laughs> Lumi is a whole body deodorant that you can use everywhere. You can put it on your pits, your feet, your privates. Um, this one product takes care of it all. It comes in a solid stick, a cream for those harder to reach places, or as a wipe for on-the-go use. It couldn't be any easier to smell amazing. In fact, Lumi makes you smell great for a whopping 72 hours. 72 hours, that's three days. Once I said it was two days and I got 100 emails from people saying 72 hours is three days. But it is, okay? And I was wrong and I apologize. But I really do love Lumi. I've given all, like, I've given my friends Lumi. I've given my mom, like, just anyone. Because it comes, they have these little pouches that are amazing. They're like deodorant wipes. And you just put it in your purse. And does it smell amazing? Yes. Am I going to smell like a, a, a Thanksgiving turkey? No way. No way, Jose. So, okay. Lumi was created by an OBGYN, so you know that it's a product that you can trust for those sensitive areas. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balanced, so you can smear it anywhere and everywhere for maximum odor protection. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash, deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special gift to the girlies, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with the code secret at lumideodorant.com. That's over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use the code secret. Okay. This one, <laughs> this one says embarrassing, but shouldn't be, you know, what is super embarrassing using crutches. Oh my God. That is embarrassing. We can't evolve. We're using, I, I feel like people were using crutches since the beginning of time. They can't get a new apparatus. I mean, I guess they have that, God, what's worse? The, I mean, crutches are, crutches are the worst. Cause it's like, I feel like a scarecrow for some reason. But oh God, when I, I don't know if you guys remember I, when I sprained my ankle and I sprained it so, so freaking bad. And God, me wobbling around. I had to go to the um, doctor because I had to get a x-ray obviously on my foot to see if it was broken. Cause I was in so, I was, I cannot believe how still how much pain I was in when I sprained my fucking ankle. I swore it was broken, but the doctor was in downtown Brooklyn, which is like, it was in a really, really busy area. And Jesus, me trying to crutch my way over there, forget it. Forget it. That's why I need a guy that's like the size of the rock that could have just put me in a little, a little Jans port on his back and carried me around in a backpack. Put me in a little duffel bag and just have my head pop out like I'm a, like I'm a Pomeranian because I should not be using these. Anywho. She says, crutches are so embarrassing. I tore a ligament in my foot and I have to be on crutches. It is so embarrassing. Also a huge fall risk, which is actually so true too. The way crutches are so dangerous. They're so dangerous. 
Okay. This one says a whole bunch of shit because I have ADD, LOL. Don't we all? Hello and good morning to all the girlies out there. First of all, thank you, Carly. I take my learnings from this and use them as a middle school counselor. Oh, how cute. Thank you. You're helping mold future generations. You go, girl. Girl, guys, I love you guys so much. And then I'm like, should children know what I say? I don't know. <laughs> she says, anywho, I just wanted to encourage everyone to take yourself out on dates, especially if you've been having a hard time. I just saw Fred again. If you don't know, look him up in LA. And it was one of my best solo dates. Wait, I just saw Fred again. If you don't know, look him up. Hold on. Cause I don't know. I'm in the club that doesn't know Fred again. Oh, is that a movie? Hold on. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a, he's a man. Okay. And he's a producer. He's a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist and a DJ. This guy wears many hats. He has silver hair in this picture. He's a cutie, isn't he? What is this guy? Six foot seven. Jesus Christ. He looks tall. I don't know if he is, but okay. Fred again. I'm so sorry that I, I I'm honestly embarrassed that I was like, oh no, that's, <laughs> that's a movie. He's cute. I'm going to listen to him. Okay. So she says it was the best solo date, self-care, self-care, self-care. Next thing, here's a rather specific ick that I've recently discovered. Number one, he collects Hot Wheels. What? I don't know if it's where I'm from or what, but this is a thing. If he collected vinyls, coins, stamps, I would be like, okay, but a toy car? No. Last thing, I'm so not a cat person, but there's this one cat that I love and it's my cousin Yvonne. Shout out to her. She loves you. Oh, thanks. Oh my God. His name is Murray. Stop, guys. This is the cutest cat. First of all, his name is Murray. Stop. I love this cat. I love this cat. Murray's my third son now. But, um, girl, what's with the Hot Wheels? What's going on? You live in a certain area that that the guys collect Hot Wheels? I mean, at least you know he's not going to cheat on you. Because it's like, imagine. <laughs> but if he did cheat, how embarrassing would it be? And then you're, the rest of your life, your friends are like, remember that guy that, that collected Hot Wheels cheated on you? Oh, God. I, I, would, I, would, I would call it. I would call it. No. But to me, it's like, that guy's not like, you know, he's not chasing tail. He's not out with, with the boys. Um, yeah, that's an ick for sure. And I totally agree with taking yourself out on dates. I love it. I love it so much. Even if it's just like take yourself out for coffee and go sit in the park. Just like do something like that. Do a little craft. I did the cutest craft ever the other day, you guys. And I'm going to tell you about it because I think you guys should do it too. So I collect, um, well, someone say collect, someone say steal, but I collect like those little, um, you know, pens and uh, matchbooks and coasters and stuff from restaurants that have like the names on them, right? Everywhere I go, I just am taking like a napkin, a cocktail, you know, swirler, a um, bunch of matchbooks. And I've had them for so long and I put them all in a shadow box and it looks so damn cute. And I keep looking over at it and I'm like, this looks so cute. 
I should make this a business. And it's all my favorite restaurants and bars. How adorable is that? And I'm going to have to, I have to figure out, because I have a bunch of pens. I have to figure out what I'm going to do with the pens. I got to, maybe I'll do the same thing with the pens, but anywho, guys, let's do this fuck, Mary kill. There's actually quite a few here. We'll pick, um, okay. Witches, vampires, ghosts. What? See, here's the thing with vampires. There's the old vampire like Dracula from Transylvania. And then there's, you know, the sexy vampires that are popular now. So are are we talking, you know what? Let's just call a spade a spade. We're going to do the classics. Because if we're talking vampires, you know, if it's current day, if it's Robert Pattinson, that's number one. We're getting married. But I'm talking, you know, Count Chocula over here. So, and and the witches too. Witches, we're, we're thinking, we're not thinking of hot witches. No, we're not thinking of the, the girls from Charmed. We're not thinking about them. We're not thinking about them. We're thinking about a witch over a cauldron. Sp- spinning her, you know, spoon in there with a big wart on her eyeball or something. She's green. And then a ghost, I'm sorry, but what do I think of when I think of ghosts? I think of a what would I imagine to look like a person with a sheet over their head. You know, the old school, the old school. So, all right, I think I'm going to marry the ghost. Because I feel like it just wouldn't, they wouldn't be bothered. They wouldn't be bothersome. They wouldn't be trying to hurt me. Like vampires trying to hurt you. Witches are trying to damn kill you. They're casting spells on you. You have no control. It's so not, you you can't really do that. So I'm going to marry a ghost. I guess I'll fuck a vampire, whatever. I mean, hey, do I want to do it? No, but I have no other choice because I got to kill the, I'm going to kill the witches, the old school witches. Present day witches, Here's the thing. If we were talking present day, here would be my answer. Kill the ghost, marry the vampire, fuck the witches. Obviously. I mean, I'm not crazy. But anywho, I love you guys. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we'll chat to you soon. Hope everybody has a great week. And bye.